This is an ABC podcast. Hello there. How's it going? My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time. This is a show where we look back at our top five news stories of the week, and I need your help to do it. Are you ready to count down with me? Yes, we're ready. Fantastic. Let's kick it off. Story number five. There was a big party in Sydney last weekend. It's called the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras, and it happens every year. Lots of people travel to Sydney to celebrate Mardi Gras. Everyone gets dressed in bright colours, and there's a big parade through the city with music, dancing, and lots of celebrating. Mardi Gras is a celebration to celebrate who you love. It's about family and love. Mardi Gras is a celebration of love and also equality for the LGBTQI plus community. That's made up of all different kinds of people in all different kinds of relationships. Diversity means different, and different makes things interesting. That's right, like rainbow families. You might be part of a rainbow family or know some rainbow families. Like if you have a friend with two mums or two dads, you can have lots of different families. They're called rainbow families because the rainbow flag is their symbol. It's the way the LGBTQI plus community shows its pride. It reminds people that being different and standing together, just like the colours on the rainbow flag, is a great thing. Because you can't make a rainbow with just one colour. No way! You need loads of colours. You need red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple to make the Mardi Gras flag. All right, my colourful creatures. Where are we headed next? Story number four. Can you hear that? I can hear it. It's bees. It is indeed. Bees buzzing from flower to flower, picking up pollen and dropping it off again. Pollen is this thing that comes from flowers. It sticks onto the feet, and then once it's all over the feet, they go to the house and make honey. Pollination is when the pollen from different plants gets all mixed together, from bees or butterflies or lots of different other insects too. It helps plants like fruit and veggies to grow. That's why bees are useful for farms, and beehives are very useful for farmers. A beehive is a home for bees, and there's a lot of bees inside. Beehives are useful because you can move them to places where you need plants to grow. A beekeeper named Mike Potts over in the United States had lots of beehives, until one day, lots of them were stolen. They took it without asking. Yes, it was a big beehive heist. Four hundred beehives were taken. Why would anybody want to steal bees? Um, maybe they will just want the honey, but they don't even realise there's bees inside the hive, and they'll sting them. Bees can sting, especially when they feel like they're in danger. That's why it's best to leave them alone. But even though they are stingy, bees are important. 
We wouldn't want to run out of honey, but most importantly, we wouldn't want to run out of fruit and veggies. Let's hope Mr. Potts gets his bees back soon. All right, let's buzz on over to our next story. Story number three. One of the great mathematicians of our time was a woman named Catherine Johnson. What does a mathematician do? I think it's a person who's re- who does magic tricks with maths. I think you're thinking of a mathematician. A mathematician is someone who works with numbers and uses them to solve problems or help make things work. You can do lots of things with maths, like counting money at the shops, or really hard maths can help build aeroplanes or send people into space. Using maths to go to the moon—that is super hard. Well, that's what Katherine Johnson did. She worked at NASA. The United States Space Agency, and the math that she did helped send people up to the moon for the first time and get them safely back to Earth as well. I think she will feel really, really proud because I'll be proud if I did that. It is very impressive, isn't it? Catherine worked at NASA in the 1950s. That was like 70 years ago. Back then, there were hardly any African American women like Catherine in science. In those days, African American people had a hard time working at places like NASA because people discriminated against them. That means they treated African American people unfairly. If someone has a different skin color than you, and people think that women were not that smart back then, but that was never, ever, ever true. That's right. And thanks to incredible women like Catherine, there have been some big changes. Catherine died recently, but she will live on in history and forever be celebrated as a brilliant mathematician that helped send people to the moon. I want to be someone that makes spaceships fly up safely. I really want to ask my teacher at school to make us do maths every day, so I can like learn everything to do that. Good plan. All right, let's moonwalk our way over to the next story. Story number two. On Tuesday, it was World Wildlife Day. That's a special day that happens every year to celebrate and talk about the world's wildlife. What exactly is wildlife? Wildlife is animals that live in the wild, like snakes and the other ones that don't go in zoos. Yes, it's the word for all living things in the wild. That's every plant and animal in the bush, the forest, the desert, and the ocean. This year's World Wildlife Day theme was. Sustaining all life on Earth—it's about protecting the world's ecosystems. An ecosystem is a community of animals and plants that all live together in one area. They're all connected in their ecosystem. It's like a circle. Everything is、um, connected in a circle. A circle is a good way to think about it. If one part of an ecosystem changes quickly, it can break the circle and cause big problems. It can put wildlife in danger too. Because we need trees and stuff to make the air. We sure do. 
One of the ways we can protect wildlife is by sharing our knowledge and talking to people about why it matters to look after the environment. Like whatever you say to me, I might like learn some stuff or try to do the same thing. That's right. And you know what? We're up to our last story. Story number one. Our last story takes place in a country called Norway, and it's about a border collie named Whisky. Whisky is special because she can understand the names of her toys. When Whisky's owner Helga tells her to go and find her pink frisbee, she knows which frisbee to get. They taught her the words, and they taught her colours and shapes too. Uh huh. Lots of people think dogs are really clever. So scientists did some testing on Whisky and discovered that she is, in fact, very special. She knows the words for fifty-four different toys. I learn new words. Like if a year five kid is talking about some like big word I don't know, I would go, "Well, that's a word I know now." Ah,、oh, you'll be a walking dictionary before you know it. <laughs> yes, you too, Whisky. <sighs> and that's it, my friends. We've reached the end of our countdown. Thanks so much for counting down with me. I'm off to find some stories for next week's show. I'll catch you then. Bye, Ruby. See you later. Bye.